Hey friends, welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster, and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun, and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. I am so excited. I can't hardly even stand it because I have been a lover of pictures since I got my very first camera when I was probably about 11. We had a trip to Bush Gardens, I think. That was my very first introduction to becoming a shutterbug and photographer. Now, I'm going to ask you a question, first of all. How do we celebrate the milestones of life? Photos, photos, photos. Births, deaths, graduations, vacations, dream jobs. We want to hold on. We want to make time stand still with a picture. It doesn't matter if we've staged it, if it's candid, if it's a redo, pose, paying a friend, hiring a top-notch photographer, or if it's selfies where we've used filters so we can pretend to have the picture-perfect family. Pictures really are worth a thousand words. But now that we have incredible cameras at our fingertips wherever we go, The overwhelm of so many pictures can just be discouraging because let's face it, camera access that we have now, it's as good as the DSLRs that are on the market. And we have the ability to take pictures 24-7 and we do. I want to talk to you about a couple of things today, permanence, privacy, and remembering. We're going to start off with permanence. Permanence means how long is it supposed to be there for? How long is it going to last? How permanent is it? Now I'm going to ask you, where are you currently storing your photos? If you don't know, you really should because um, that's important. <laughs> if you don't know where they are, how do you find them? And I'm going to stick strictly to my notes today because I have so many examples. I have been doing this for a long time, y'all. And I can just tell you, I've lost probably more pictures than you will ever take because I take more pictures than the average person. But if you keep getting the message, you're out of space on on your phone and you need more, then you have two choices. You're either going to purchase more or you're going to delete, which is kind of counterintuitive to why you took the pictures in the first place. If you have a big box company and we can say Apple or Google, if you have one of those big companies and you're using their cloud storage, what happens if you decide to switch phone plans and you go to the other cloud system? And if you're storing on a social media site, well, I'm just going to say no to that because they compress them. That's not easily accessible for your children to see and share, enjoy and treasure. Um, If you are part of a company that does automatic updates, what happens to your photos when the updates occur? And then, of course, what happens if your phone goes to swim in a toilet, a pool or off the side of a boat? What happens to all those pictures you had on your phone if that's your sole and primary method of storing your photos. Now, assuming you have cloud storage, are you renting that or are you owning it? And here's a tip to help you figure that out if you don't know. 
If you've paid one time for all of time and it's guaranteed, say for a hundred years or more, then you own that storage. If, on the other hand, you pay monthly and you even have to increase the rent each month to be able to access your photos, then you're renting your storage. You don't own it. All of these are questions nobody really wants to think about. We just click and go. But unfortunately, not knowing the answers can be catastrophic in terms of losing your photos and your memories. But then so can all the natural disasters, floods, tornadoes, hurricanes, evictions, nasty divorces, <laughs> lost moving boxes. So we really do need a better way than our phones or a big box service to preserve our memories. Now, for all of those scenarios, I have free classes. I am a photo coach. I have a Facebook group that's full of little videos and tips and tricks to help you out. And I have an insider email group. And if you want to check any of that out, you know you are welcome to. Just head over to kathylanham.com and all your answers should be there. But if you have specific questions, of course, you can always hit me up in my DMs and I'll get back to you because you know your girl is the girl who's answering on the other side. Now, I do want to give you some stories that I hope will inspire, motivate, and move you from, oh yeah, I really do need to get to that, to, ooh, I've got to make that a priority. The big, big reason I want you to understand the importance of your pictures and why you need a plan is, first and foremost, we aren't promised tomorrow. So what happens if we're never in our photos and something happens to us and we don't have a plan? What do our kids have to remember us by? What will your precious family do to honor, remember, and keep your memory alive? If you don't have printed photos, or if you do have printed photos and they're not labeled, photo books, a lot Facebook account, closed iPhone account. If that's, if that's the plan and we're just hoping that it's going to happen and be wonderful, the truth is that's not going to happen. Because we are always just a device crash away from losing years of photos. And research shows that pictures are critically important to a child's sense of self, confidence, and belonging. I had three children when I first heard an interview on this subject. And it is critically important for a child's self-esteem. It gives them a place in the family, helps them rehearse family storage and lineage. It gives them roots. And the question that was asked in that interview was, and if we don't do it as moms, who will? Now, that is not a guilt. I'm not adding shame and guilt onto your plate. It's just fascinating. And after I heard that interview, then I did some research and I began to teach a class for foster care and adoptive parents that I titled Giving Kids Roots That Don't Have Any because just that little simple act of being seen and known through a photograph, having them printed, having them displayed in the home um, for the foster kids, adoptive kids, and our own children, for all children. The research shows that children who have printed photos of themselves that they can see, touch, and feel cope with stress and trials better than their peers without. They have an internal sense of being loved and generally are better adjusted individuals. And even as a kid, when I would go into antique shop or a store and see those old timey sepia photos in boxes, it used to make me so sad because these were family members. These were people who had a life and a story and plans and passions and dreams and nobody even recorded their name. And so at the end of the day, when it's time to sell the estate, they all just got tossed in a box and they were treated like trash. Today, that looks like 
crashed hard drives, abandoned computers, lost, stolen, and ruined cell phones, external hard drives that have crashed and we can't get the drives back, ruined photos or that either were never printed or they were ruined by a flood. That's what happened to me. And then when we have that happen, we run to Instagram or Facebook or any of these places that are not photo streaming services. We treat them as if they are photo streaming services. We treat them as if they will hold and protect our pictures forever. But oh my goodness, I mean, if we've seen nothing else, it's that the rules can change. Any of the social platforms, those rules can change in a heartbeat and they can close it off. That is so important for you to know. But I am grateful that we can run there and get at least some photos off. Generally, they're going to be so compressed, it's going to be very pixelated or it's small little squares, but better, something is better than nothing. And I will share with you as a photo coach that one of the most difficult times I have to ever do is when a parent has lost a child or children have lost a parent. In the freshness of their grief and that struggle, they're trying to get together a slideshow or photo boards or, or a combination of the two And it's a crushing task because they're right in the middle of their grief and they don't know where the pictures are. There's no plan. They don't know passwords and they end up just using everything or nothing. And y'all, there is such a better way. So I do truly hope that today's podcast will be a public service announcement for you. There is a better way and I'm here to help you find it. If you've ever lost photos, you know the pain of that loss firsthand. And I've got several clients right now who don't have any pictures of themselves as children. I am sure, I know, as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm more than sure. I know that I know. If I ask you to put in the comments if and when you have lost photos, we would fill it up. It would just be, it would just go gangbusters because it happens all of the time and more than we know. I was already in the photo industry. That was one of my side hustles and we were moving across the country from Texas to Ohio. We had a desktop computer. I had my external hard drives. I had my tower and I thought everything was backed up in prime and perfect condition. Didn't even worry about that. By the time that computer arrived in the state of Ohio and we plugged it up, plugged it in, fired everything up, maybe it was my computer ineptitude. Maybe it was that that thing got dropped somewhere along the way. Maybe it was the heat of sitting out in a moving van in the heat of Texas. I don't know. Regardless, when it got to Ohio, it was fried. So all of those years of trips that I can't replace those pictures. I have photo books that I did, but I can't go back and get the pictures. They're gone, destroyed, lost forever. And had I not been keeping up with my photos at that point, I wouldn't even have the few uh, photo books that I have to enjoy. And then another second story is about my daughter. She had her phone in her pocket. She was at a lakeside event. And a friend of hers panicked. She thought her son was drowning, and so she's screaming for someone to help. My daughter instinctively jumped in, phone in her pocket, and found out that the child was fine. He had on a life jacket, but the thing that did drown that day was her phone. And on that phone was the first 18 months of her son's life. Gone, never to be retrieved. Another one, and this is in a different direction, but the importance of pictures an acquaintance of mine who was also a consultant for the same company that I was working with, the same photo company, she was in the process of making books for her children. She had been making the books. And one day as she was cleaning up, she noticed on the bookcase that her daughter Hannah's album was missing. She thought it was kind of weird, but didn't think much about it other than that. 
until later that afternoon when she is changing sheets on the bed and finds that her daughter's album is under her pillow. So when her daughter got home that afternoon, she said, Hannah, why is your book, why is your memory book up under your pillow? And Hannah looked at her with big tears in her eyes and just fell apart. And she says, well, mom, there's these girls that are really mean at school and they don't like me and they have made all my friends not like me. And so I look at my book every night before I go to sleep. So I say my prayers and ask God to give me some new friends. And I remember that I am loved and that I'm special. And then I can go to school the next day. Y'all, that is the impact that our stories and our photos written down tangibly to see, touch, and feel can have on our children. How can I convince you to jump in without adding any guilt or shame? Well, it's easy. I'm going to offer you a free account with some free classes so that you don't have any excuses. I'm going to hold your hand and I'm going to give you my famous 15-minute speech. You can do anything in the world for 15 minutes. Anything. Anything you want. 15 minutes a day can change your life. And it's where our photos are concerned, it's absolutely true. Now, here is my best photo coaching plan that I'm going to summarize for you for free. Your first thing I've already mentioned, take stock of your photos. Where is everything? And then where are you keeping them? What's the permanence? What's the promise that they give you? That's your first thing you got to figure out. And if you don't have a plan, if you have a big box plan, X, Y, and Z, then that's probably also not a photo streaming service. You really need to look at the terms of service. And if that seems just like, uh, yeah, I ain't going to do that, then you can join me for one of my classes and I'll walk you through that. It's very simple in a slideshow. Once you get your photos, you know where they're at, then we're going to commit to working 15 minutes a day. And y'all, again, the compound effect here is huge. So number one, decide what place or what places will be your host. Ideally, it's going to be more than one. It's going to be private, secure, shareable, and have the ability within the program to tag, organize, and write your stories. So that's super important. Number two, you're going to gather all the photos you want, and you're going to begin adding them to your storage site. Now I'm going to give you a disclaimer here. Feel free to use that file 13, otherwise known as the delete button. You do not need 25 pictures of little um, Penelope blowing out her birthday cake candles. You don't. And I have moms argue with me. Yes, I do. No, 25 photos then turns itself into a video. You need a video of that. You need one picture, maybe two at most, of her blowing out her candle. So you're going to put the best of the best in your storage site. The compound effect of 15 minutes a day is your best friend. So point three, set a timer and pick a time. Tie that habit to something else. You know, I'm a big fan of James Clear and his atomic habits. So you're going to tie it to another habit that you already have. If you put the kids to bed and sit down with a glass of wine every night, then that's a great, that's a great time to hook into. If you get up early and you have your quiet time, your devotional journal, your prayer journal, boom, right there. Great time to add 15 minutes in. Now, number four, you're going to upload your photos in small batches with a workflow that makes sense to you. Let me repeat that. You want your workflow to make sense to you. Now, what is a workflow? Well, I'll give you my example. For me, 
I have my app, my photo app, set to automatically upload my pictures. So the first thing I do when I open my account is I go through and I just delete unnecessary pictures. Then I'm going to tag and label. A tag is a label. I'm going to label the folks that I have pictures of and tell the story if it's important, if there is one. Now that you're going to rinse and repeat. You're just going to do that every day in batches, batches that make sense to you. Sometimes 15 minutes is too much. Sometimes it doesn't even scratch the surface and you get on a roll. And I'll tell you, if you have an app that you can do this in your phone or tablet in the car while you're traveling, you're going to tag those Add them to the album, write the story if there is one. And then number five, create and share. Whether you're doing a single child album, a family album, a book, a calendar, a mug, whatever feels right to you, that's how you're going to create and share. And let me just give you this bonus. Photo gifts, calendars, books, mugs, etc. It is the best personalized impersonal gift you can give. And what I mean by impersonal is you can do the same gift for 10 people with just some minor adjustments. You make it once, modify it slightly, and then boom, order multiple copies. Before you begin your workflow or before you begin your first project, I would just give you this question to consider. What is the most important thing to you? So if I could be your photo fairy and boof, tomorrow morning you would have a completed, printed, full color book on the shelf of what would it be? What would you have me snap my fingers and it would be on your shelf? So decide what's most important and that's the one you want to complete first. Those are the pictures you want to gather and upload. Here's your call to action and here's where I'm so excited. I want you to head over to kathylanham.com to check out all of the resources I have for you over there. I've got freebies, I've got content, and with today's episode, I have a free two gigabyte account plus a $20 coupon just because, just for checking it out. There are no strings attached. You never have to come to a first class, but if you go over there and claim your free account, then I can add you to my my insider list. You'll always be in the know of what's coming up. You'll get extra tips and trainings. And then I do have a Facebook group solely dedicated to the whole picture aspect, tips, tricks, and trainings. You can find all of that information over on my website or down below in the show notes. So go on over to kathylanham.com you won't be sorry. I hope your biggest takeaway today was the desire to get started. Wait a minute, scratch that, back up, rewind the tape. I hope that your biggest takeaway today was not only the desire to get started, but that will to get started, where you say, I will get started, and that you'll take advantage of all the free stuff I have to offer to help you out with that. So until next time, I would encourage you to share and repeat. And as always, Go be a blessing to somebody because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Until next time, it's Kathy. Hey guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care.